Cantabrians have voted for their regional council for the first time in nine years. Environment Canterbury, or ECAN, has been run by government-appointed commissioners since 2010, when the elected councillors were sacked for not delivering planning rules for water use fast enough. To tell us more about what the new democratically elected ECAN will look like, I talked to our Christchurch local government reporter, Colin Young. He says water use is a significant issue in Canterbury, and these elections have been a chance for people to help shape decisions. Again, so those uh, government-appointed commissioners uh, have been in charge of rolling out some pretty significant planning rules when it comes to how water is used in Canterbury. We've really seen uh, widespread intensification of the Canterbury Plains uh, thanks to irrigation. Really, just uh, you know, quite a, a change when people drive around outside of Christchurch in the countryside. This was the first time for people to get a chance to really have their say about how they feel about this, how they feel about the direction that Environment Canterbury has taken. But not all the councillors are elected this time round either. So what shape will the new council take? That's right. Uh, Only partially elected uh, regional council this time around. Uh, The government uh, retains uh, some control of the council with four appointed uh, commissioners. They're actually this time around going to be called councillors, but still appointed uh, by the government. A further two will be appointed by Ngai Tahu. So all up, we're going to have uh, six appointed uh, councillors and seven elected uh, councillors. Uh, the government will make its decision within the next 30 days on at least uh, who some of the four appointed councillors will be. A spokesperson for uh, Nick Smith, the Environment Minister, told me that uh, they wanted to wait until after the election just to see what the makeup of those elected councillors was before they decided who they would like to select to sit around the council table there. So the government will be taking into account obviously who has been elected, but there are seven elected councillors, so they'll at least have the majority, will they, over the six appointed councillors? Yeah, you would think so. However, there have been... Uh, accusations of some gerrymandering by the government when it comes to the makeup of these elected ward councillors, and so if you look at the proportion of uh, councillors you know, per population for the rural wards versus those for the urban wards, the, the rural uh, voters effectively get more councillors than those uh, in the city. Uh, so the, the accusation here is that, well, look, this is the government yet again trying to exert some control over the makeup of this regional council. And actually, if you look at the way it's panned out with uh, the elections yesterday, you know, we've got in Christchurch, we have uh, four uh, ward councillors. Uh, one of these is a fishing game manager. Uh, the other three stood on the Labour-aligned People's Choice ticket with very much a clean waterways anti-intensification uh, of, of dairy farming ticket. Uh, and unsurprisingly, if you look at the rural wards, we've got uh, two dairy farmers, uh, both uh, very involved in water issues uh, in Canterbury, and a third councillor for one of those rural wards in South Canterbury. He's the former head of an irrigation company. So the commissioners nine years ago were brought in to resolve what was seen at the time as a standoff over water allocation, not enough progress was being made. With this election, with those sorts of um, councillors being returned from especially the, the urban areas, could there be a return to what was that stalemate as it was seen in the past? 
Well, yeah, I guess you could look at this, the makeup of this council and say, you know, effectively that sort of situation is not going to repeat itself. And you could easily say, you know, by design, by the government's design here, because these four appointed councillors, four appointed by the government, we don't know uh, who they will be, uh, what their interests will be. Uh, but, you know, if I was a betting man, I would say there's a good chance that they'll be looking to continue on the work that ECAN has been doing of late, uh, you know, easing the way for, for further irrigation of the Canterbury Plains. And so, you know, not a really a division there, maybe more of a frustrating time uh, for these four city ward councillors who uh, wanted to clean up the waterways. So there's opportunity to vote for ECAN. Did that have Cantabrians flocking to post their votes and drop them off at their libraries? Well, not exactly. I mean, the turnout was 37%, which, you know, as you would think after nine years of not being able to vote for their regional councillors, there, there might have been more interest. Perhaps people you know, looked at the way the council was going to be uh, made up and they decided that there wasn't a lot of point in voting this time around. But probably, you know, a low turnout for the city council elections as well, which was mirrored exactly in, you know, the, the, the low turnout for the ECAN elections as well. That was our Christchurch local government reporter, Colin Young.